0: Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Ron Johnson Discipleship Podcast, where our goal each week is to take the Lordship of Jesus Christ and apply it to every detail of our life. And we're in for a real treat today. We're going to be talking about the marketplace, and that's where most of you spend your time each week, uh, working hard, providing for your families. And we're going to talk today about how do we bring the kingdom and the fullness of Christ into the marketplace. But before we get there, who would have thought that uh, this Thanksgiving we would be looking at all kinds of more uh, governmental edicts, lockdowns, encouraging us to stay home, encouraging us to not get together with family, to not travel, uh, to not celebrate Thanksgiving uh, in the fullest sense of the word. But that's exactly where we find ourselves. Uh, I'm encouraged to see that there is action taking place from some governors who are simply saying, you know what, no more lockdowns. We're not going to do this. And I have to remind you all that it's easy to call for lockdowns when lockdowns don't affect the bottom line of your household. You know, I have heard it said one time in the argument against abortion uh, that it's easy to be a, a pro-abortion when you're alive and you survived uh, the birth. Uh, and so it's easy to uh, say that you're for lockdowns when your livelihood is not dependent upon it. So I'm not you know, the governor and I'm not an elected official, but I'd like to have a suggestion to our elected officials out there that before you uh, think of a lockdown next time, that anybody who has the word public in front of their job, whether that's educators, whether that's government officials, government employees, anybody who continues to receive a paycheck off of the backs of the people who are out there trying to work hard and who have just been told that they can no longer work, I'm suggesting that you need to turn in your paycheck first uh, and that all the money that was saved from our government employees who are imposing these lockdowns needs to go back to the hardworking Americans who are trying to make a living out there. So we're going we're to talk with someone today uh, about what it's like being a small business owner and what it's like trying to operate in one of the most liberal cities in the world. And how in the midst of all that you can uh, find the blessing of God, the prosperity of God when you choose to operate your business Under kingdom principles. And so that's coming in just a moment. But I want to encourage you, if you're watching right now, grab a hold of your drumstick, raise it above your head as a sign of worship and as a sign of freedom, and thank the Lord for this day. Honor God with your prayers, honor God with your gatherings, uh, and pray for America. We are divided. Last thing I'll share regarding Thanksgiving is uh, Lincoln's Thanksgiving Proclamation. Some of you don't know, but it was Lincoln who made the first. Uh, or they made Thanksgiving a regular holiday of which every president since Lincoln have paused to, uh, to give a Thanksgiving uh, proclamation. And what's interesting is Lincoln's proclamation came out right after the Gettysburg War when uh, America, of course, was incredibly divided. The Civil War, as we know it, was, was uh, full force. Uh, the, war was, uh, the outcome of the war was still up in the air and he said let's get together not only for a day of thanksgiving but for a day of praise and a day of prayer and he asked the people to gather together to seek the lord and to ask the lord for mercy and for healing for our nation and uh, i think again i'm struck by how different everything is now instead of instead of government officials calling us together to pause, to pray, to seek the Lord, to gather together, to give the Lord thanks. Uh, We're seeing just the opposite happen in our nation today. Stay away from church. You can go to the strip clubs, but stay away from church. In fact, churches are not allowed to meet. We're seeing all this kind of crazy stuff, but I want you to see the difference in worldview. Presidents in the past called us to get together. Leaders today are are calling for us to stay apart. Uh, leaders in the past call, uh, called for us to get together and to pray and seek God. Leaders today are, 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 are seeking health departments and, quote, science to give us direction on where we're supposed to go. So I think the choice before us is clear. And what I'm encouraging you to do, and what I've encouraged our church family to do, is get together today, celebrate, have people over to your house, uh, seek the Lord, Thank him for what he's done to bless you. Uh, But most importantly, let's implore that he, just like during Lincoln's time, that we would see this nation brought back together again, that we'd see revival, we'd see reformation, and we would see a great breakthrough as we move from 2020 uh, and a few months now into 2021. So have an amazing Thanksgiving, and uh, we look to see you this Sunday. All right. Well, I shared earlier that one of my uh, joys today for the podcast was to introduce you to a dear friend and a very successful small business owner, uh, Hotam Torres. Hotam, welcome to Good the to show. Happy and, to be uh, here. And we're happy that you're here. Uh, you do an amazing uh, job of running a business in one of America's most uh, hard-pressed, lockdown uh, popular areas, and that's right here in the city of Chicago. So tell everybody about yourself and what you sure. do and, and how you got into the business that you're
1: yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Um, so my wife and I, uh, Chelsea, we own a coffee house uh, and bakery, and we have been around for about six years, uh, seven years uh, with the coffee shop, and about 12 years doing wholesale. And um, we started in 2014 when Chelsea was ready to pop with Chago. Uh, it was so funny. I remember she would always get upset because her apron would always be touching the sandwich table and she'd get cream cheese on it every single day. And she'd always wonder, where's this cream cheese coming from? It's like... Pregnant woman problems. A giant 12-pound baby in your tummy. That's what... Um, and uh, when he was born, she uh, stayed home, which was our goal. The whole yeah. point was for her to be able to stay at home and, and raise our kids and... So we're very blessed that we've been able to do that. And uh, about a year ago, um, you know, we decided to turn our business over to the Lord. Um, I went to a a workshop in Texas uh, where we learned a lot of kingdom principles, things that I I just didn't even know existed, things that I didn't think were possible. Um, I'm a pastor's kid, and, and, you know, my father was uh, an amazing pastor, a church planner, and we unfortunately naturally tended to keep God out of the workplace.
0: Um, yeah, and I want to. to yeah, yeah, pause here Because we we talk about this whole notion of um, uh, on this podcast of the lordship of Jesus Christ, but we don't often think of what this what that looks like in business or in right. the marketplace. We've been talking a lot about the lordship of Jesus over government, of course, the lordship of Jesus over the church, uh, I guess. But just to back up, you know. Um, you had not really thought about what place Jesus had in mm. your business. Not at all. Um, and talk about that a little bit because we use this phrase, kingdom business, but yeah. when you came to Living Stones, uh, which is how long ago now? Just under two years. Okay. Not even that long ago. Um, yeah, you were, You guys were really working hard or had worked hard to build this business, blood, yeah. sweat, and tears. Uh, but it it had taken some strains on your life, yeah. uh, personally, yeah. uh, your marriage. Talk up a little bit about that, and yeah. and what how Christ came in just to maybe lay a absolutely, new absolutely. I think a lot of times as guys, um, as entrepreneurs, we think
1: that, you know, um, you know, it's all about God's calling. Like, oh, we're called to do this, or you know, we're we're meant to just be kind to our employees. Well, you know, there's a lot more that goes with it. You know, when we when we join Living Stones, you know, Living Stones is a marriage based, you know, church yeah. and. You know, Chelsea and I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times we almost got divorced, how many times are We have three bank accounts with negative $2,000 in each yeah. and every one of them. Um, and when we first came, we actually had stopped going to church when my father retired. We made
0: the huge mistake of not finding another church. And, um, so you guys are out of church, yeah. marriage stresses. And I just want to say this, too, to people that are watching. You know when you're when when you're doing it all as a, as a small business owner entrepreneur yeah. the pressures are immense oh, yeah. and then and then you're both involved and so now you're both kind of shouldering it in different ways yeah. you're, you're having a family you got yeah. your wife here pregnant and continuing to do her part in the business right and I think there's a lot of people watching that are saying you know yeah it, it's tough to mm-hmm. it's tough to have a good marriage in the midst of all the, yeah. the pressures and so yeah. and then you're out of church and I know it was a real lonely time in your life.
1: Oh yeah, I I, I definitely suffered from some major depression issues. Um, you know, we um, yeah I, I can remember some some dark times where you know if it wouldn't have been for the Lord, and that's what's so funny is that I didn't even commit much to the Lord. I didn't even really pursue the Lord, and yet it was almost like he was like you know this is something that you need to survive you need to get through this depression yeah. learn what you need to learn and because you're you're you know you're you're strong and you're pushing i'm going to hold up your business i'm going to hold up your marriage and let me tell you it wasn't super steady you know but yeah. but the lord did that for us you know right. and and when we joined livingstones like it was just like this whole world of kingdom was open you know uh, we started going to marriage class and it wasn't even something where we were like I don't know it's just like we just did it yeah. we just did it you know I mean um, you threatened me a few times you know, <laughs> but um, we'll cut that up. Yeah. Uh, but you know I remember you asked me just just commit a year and we've been going every day for two years and yeah. it's like not even like where we're like okay well, let's see what what we've got this week like no we're just like hey it's time for marriage class let's go
0: um, well and I so so there's been great healing in your marriage yeah, which is important time. great healing in your life personally you've got a whole network of friends godly friends around you mm-hmm. but I'm amazed again so you know you and I both were, were raised in homes where our dads were godly people mm-hmm. our pastors but it's not I don't think it's unusual that many, many people think, well, you know, that's that part of my life, if I'm a business owner, I just need to make it happen. So yeah, I'm depressed and yeah, my marriage is struggling, but I'm gonna <laughs> suck it up. It's my business. And then we'll go to church maybe on Sunday if we can yeah. if we can fit it in. But I think there's just been an awakening in your heart as we you know talk about how do we help other uh, businessmen and women, especially, you know, we're we're living in unprecedented times yeah. right now with, yeah. the, with with these lockdowns and things that I, never happened in the history of my life. So all this pressure and um, and realizing again that you're not supposed to run your business as a separate compartment, right. right? Like how for you, explain what does that mean when you talked about kingdom business or as I've used the phrase here in this podcast, making Jesus the Lord oh, yeah. of the marketplace yeah. of what you do. Of the bagelers. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it,
1: it's <clears throat> it, it's not as complex as it sounds. We we literally promoted Jesus to our, our CEO. Like we we see him as our boss. Um, I call him Mr. G. Um, you know, it, when it comes to. Our lives like God has so many facets, so many personalities, right? He's you know, when you're struggling, he's the way maker. When you when you are suffering, he's the promise keeper, he's the healer, right? So when I thought of our business, I was like, Well, what is God to us? Well, he's a CEO, he is literally a man that comes in every day and, and knocks things out for us and leads us. So he's Mr. G. So we so that's the first thing that we did is we we made we gave God an identity in the workplace, and we said, He's coming in today. We have a chair in the office for him. When we when we have meetings, we pray, we invite him in anytime we have any decisions that we got to make we, we literally break it down you know like here it'll be well that's a pastor ron issue right that's a pastor susie issue well oh that's a mr g issue right and so that's when we, we leave it to prayer and we and we let mr g do it um, we started having a, a bigger heart for our people um something that was extremely difficult uh, you know, when when you're in the workplace, you have very very deep lines of like, well, he's an employer or this is that, like,
0: right. and to Almost say, encouraged to keep relationships a thousand percent, out of to
1: and to say like, no, I love this, I love this employee the way that I love my guys at you know, at church, you know, my kids, like that, that's that's something where I genuinely had to ask the Lord like break my heart for, for my people because, you know. In my mind, all I could see were the failures, the times that they came in late, the times that they, you know, you know, screwed me over, didn't didn't do their job, and I had to then take time away from my family, and that was all in the forefront, and the enemy was just like, this is what it is, and and we had to break our hearts for our people, um, and then just deciding, you know, are we coming in to make bagels and sweep the floors and do the dishes? Or are we coming in um, in the same way that we would come in for service in, in church or something that we're passionate about? Where who is the boss? Well, God's the boss
0: now. So so the standards have to be. Yeah,
1: they just shot up.
0: You know. Now. You know, you were, you brought up a good point. You know, so just to kind of review here. So number one, you're you're acknowledging mm-hmm. that the Lord. Is in charge of every area yeah. of your life, including your business. It belongs to him. Now that's Absolutely. huge because most most folks don't do that. Yeah, the business is my, especially entrepreneurs. You know, oh yeah, you own it, you it's possess like baby, it. Yeah. yeah, it's your baby. Secondly, that you view your people, you know, that that culture there, it should be a culture that's kingdom. It means people experience the love of Jesus and to, oh, yeah. honesty, honesty, integrity, kindness. Uh, Generosity—that yeah. uh, you care about their personal lives, yeah. which which causes people to like like you and, and, that, and yeah. then be open to the gospel. And that's
1: such a hard line to when you because everyone says, "I'll oh, leave your feelings at the door, leave your personal life at the door." How 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 can you do that? How do you wake up in the morning and realize you don't have any money, or wake up in the morning as you're divorced, or you haven't seen your kids in six months? Right. And when you get to work, oh nope, I'm at the Bagler's now. I'm not going to worry about it. It's impossible.
0: Right? We we're, we're unified people, and when you're going through trauma in one part of your life, you can't. It's not easy. Just leave yeah. it in the car when no, you come to work. Yeah. So you, you you're concerned about ministering to the whole person. Absolutely. And then I love what you said. You know, you guys do a phenomenal job uh, of running a coffee shop with amazing pastries and bagels and sandwiches and and the whole nine yards uh, in Chicago. Obviously, a, com- a competitive. Uh, you're not the yeah, only bagel yeah. place in town, no, not really. um, and you're operating under these incredible, uh, crazy uh, standards, guidelines. You know which we talked about masks, so and everything. anyway. But but God's prospering you. But but talk about though that it uh, that the shift came uh, regarding the source of your passion. Uh, like your passion doesn't necessarily have to be electrician or doctor or lawyer or businessman or woman. Um, talk about that a little bit. I think that's really powerful. And I think I want
1: to, I want to say first, this is not just for entrepreneurs. You know, you don't have to be the owner of a business or the boss or even a manager to build kingdom in the workplace, you know? So for me, when I went to, um, you know, the kingdom at work workshop, my heart was like, God, just just blow me up with passion for the bagelers because I, I believe and I think most entrepreneurs, not even just entrepreneurs, like people just they get burned out like at your job or whatever you're doing. And I was suffering mega burnout at this time. And I, I just asked the Lord, like, man, just fill me up with passion for the baglers, for bagels, for, you know, dealing with people at their worst on Monday mornings. I love it. Like I just needed more. And God did not answer that call. He did not answer that prayer. Instead, he gave me a passion for kingdom building, and kingdom building is infinite. I I could not put into words the, the passion that I have for, for building up the kingdom of God versus a business where there's issues and, and stuff goes wrong and, and people are nasty. and all that. It just ends. The, the passion ends. Well, yeah. when you're building kingdom... The passion doesn't end, and you don't, you know, have to be a, a missionary or a pastor. That's that's a falsehood. Like, and I believe Livingstones pushes this too, is that you can build kingdom as an attorney, as a doctor, as a bookkeeper, as a barista at a, at a Starbucks. You don't have to follow this this very specific path,
0: you know. I know one of the frustrations of uh, of business owners is sometimes they feel like their only role at the church is. When the Type. pastor comes and no. write write me a check, you know, yeah. and uh, and one thing that I think we need to establish is so <laughs> important is is our job as as pastors in local churches to train and equip people, all people, in whatever arena that they're in, realize that most of our folks are not spending 40 hours a week in church, and that if they're really spiritual, it doesn't mean that they have to quit their job in the marketplace yeah. and go become a pastor or a missionary, right. which is sometimes the message that's happened in, you know, in the past right. as well. So we want to see folks like Hotan, we want to see them grow in their relationship with Jesus. We want to see their marriages get healed and restored. We want to see them raise... Uh, a healthy, dynamic, Jesus-loving family. And in the midst of all that, also come around them to help them prosper and feel supported in what they do and the pressures that they face out in the marketplace day in, day out. I think what you realized was, you know what, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. Do it for the glory of God. Do it because you love Christ and you love people. And whether you're making bagels or you're making widgets, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter what your business is. It's how you do it and for who you do
1: it. And at the end of the day, like remember, our Father designed you a certain way. Like He designed you to have a desire for the food industry, desire for, you know, law, desire, like, it, it would be so backwards if God designed you a certain way. And then you were like, well, I would love to be an accountant, but my heart is for the Lord. So I'm going to see if I can be a youth minister or if like, that's just not, that's a falsehood. That's deception. that That's the enemy putting voices in your head and saying like, you know, you were designed incorrectly, or you know what, maybe, maybe later, maybe later you can, you know, do what you really want to do. But right now just to, no, like, if, like God wants you to pursue the desires of your heart. And if you're, if you're walking in step with the Lord, they're His desires, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: So why in the world would He not want you to pursue your yeah, passions? That's so good, that's so good. So the whole idea, you know, let Jesus be Lord of you, and yeah. then the way He made you, those passions, desires, gifts are gonna naturally come to the surface. And, Absolutely. And you're, you don't have to be like, oh, I gotta serve God, I really wanna go do this, but I have to serve God. That's a false dichotomy, you yeah. know. When Jesus is the center, the blazing center of our hearts, it's amazing how we really have a passion for what we're good at. Yeah. And you do that. And I just want to say, you know, uh, people need to know kind of the story. I want to tie this into Living Stones and that oh, yeah. that, that space we had there. Yes. But, but as you've moved in a spirit of kingdom generosity as well yeah, toward missions and unreached what God has done. I connect those dots sure. which, with the. You know, so, so just to let our folks know, when we build a new addition onto our church, we have a massive foyer now, which is so great. But we put a space in there for a coffee shop. The only problem was I know nothing about coffee shops. I'm clueless. And when I started looking at the price of those machines and stuff, oh, yeah. my goodness, it's like buying a new car. That's when I realized in my smart brain, don't touch this. <laughs> Stay away from this. But talk about yeah. this story. You, you and Chelsea show up. Oh yeah. I have no idea who you are. Yeah. I have no idea what you do. It and was awesome. It was. Uh, it was awesome. So, <laughs> so we. So
1: I came. Man, I came. I think January. One, it was in January, and um, I came once or twice, and then work got in the way. Lame excuses got in the way. Really, it was just. Foolishness that, oh, this church isn't good enough, and that was just a lie the enemy was telling me. You know, being a pastor's kid, I was like, it's got to be like my dad's church. It's got to be like this. And that's just, it, all it was is he knew what was coming. Like, the enemy knew what was coming, and he was putting anything in my mind to distract me. And so I came in, and I see this little nook, this corner, and I'm just like, And Chelsea's like, I know what you're thinking. Shut (laughs) shut up. Let's go into the church. Let's please just at least get to the first sermon before you start. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I run into a wall because I'm just like turning my head like
0: this.
1: (laughs) So sure enough, you know, I I approached, you know, Pastor and and, and Susie, uh, Pastor Susie too about, you know, what are you guys doing? What are you thinking? I introduced us, what we're doing. And, you know, we don't have the money for, you know, what we, I mean, realistically, even for the most basic, set up, you're looking at 20, $30,000, you know, I mean, to do things well, you need specific equipment, you know, coffee, it's not just like the good coffee bean, it's the equipment, it's the service, it's the food that goes with it. And so my heart was like, man, like, like, is this, is this it, Lord? Like, is this something you want from me? Um, And this was before Kingdom at Work, this was before I just felt like God was like, like, look what I have for you here. And you could have had it two years ago, if you would have started going to church again. But instead, you were an idiot, and that's fine, I forgive you. And here we are now. So the question is, what are you gonna do? Are you going to do this halfway? Are you going to count on me to provide what we need? And this is a big lead because at that time, you know, our business wasn't, you know, we've done well, but we've never had you know 50, 100,000 hours sitting around where we're like, what are we gonna do today? Who are we gonna bless? Like that's at the back of my mind. And I don't know if I told you this, but it's actually incredible. Um, so after before our first couple meetings. We found out that one of our delivery apps for food, so in Chicago and a lot of places, we use a lot of delivery apps like Uber Eats, Grubhub, all this stuff. One of them had glitched out at some point and had stopped depositing uh, money into our account. And so all of a sudden, um, within a week, two weeks, uh, something like Chelsea knows, I don't know anything about dates. and. All of a sudden, we realized it and we're like, hey, what's been going on with, um, with Postmates? And sure enough, we check and they had a $30,000, $35,000 deposit waiting for us. And we're just like, are you kidding me? This is money that we should have been getting consistently and we didn't. And I'm just like I'm like I tell I'm like I look at Chelsea and I'm just like, okay, if this isn't if this isn't a sign, I don't know what it is woman, like just <laughs> let me do this for the love of God, please. And sure enough, you know, we, we we met with the staff and we we made it
0: happen. The Lord blessed us with, so, you know So making it happen just to yeah. back up your vision was hey, let us come in here because our our yeah, vision let's replicate
1: was, what we did and in, in Chicago. Yeah let's do a full scale Full service coffee shop with an espresso bar, food, you know,
0: um, product, and let's serve the. And, and our man. vision was that the the proceeds for that, of course, would go yeah. to serve our vision to reach unreached peoples uh, in the most difficult nations of the world. Absolutely, uh, and uh, and so you came up with this wonderful idea uh, that said, "Hey, why don't you let us run all of this?" Where we want to pay the staff to operate it because we want to train them and we want it to be excellent. Hey, let us provide all the food. These are classified details. What are you you doing? (laughs) That's what we tell people. Well, I know, but it's important. So you all need to know that. Every everything that comes out of that restaurant uh, goes straight to yeah. missions. But and that's you know that that's out of the generosity of your heart and really obedience. You you, you said, hey, we. I want think to do that's this. exactly it. I wanted to say it's it's yeah. obedience. It's saying like you know uh, we I don't want a backfall.
1: I don't want to say like well I'm gonna do this, but at least I'm gonna cover my costs because then there's no real sacrifice. Or like I wanted it to be something between the Lord and I where, you know, my wife and I said, Father, we're going to count on you a thousand percent for this. We're not going to take, we're not going to cover our costs. We're not going to do anything because we just know that you want this to be a full-on sacrifice, like not just something we do for fun, something we start and forget about.
0: But that's huge. So you step out, you obey the Lord. And then in the midst of COVID, when when the mayor of Chicago is telling you, Hey, if someone comes in without a mask on, call the police, yeah. and we'll be over there to you know rough yeah. them up or whatever. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're like, sure, crazy. So you're operating this this business now in the midst of of again COVID pandemic. Yeah. what's God doing to your business in Chicago? Um, well, I I think it's amazing. We just had a
1: you know an amazing um, serve team gathering where Pastor talked about this tremendous growth that we've seen. Right after the COVID pandemic, right after we started coming back to church, like it was like you know 100 people, then 200 people, and 300 people. I can honestly say that we can basically line up with those numbers. Like our business has grown uh, almost absurdly. Our retail has gone up. You know, the first the first month um, we went down for about two weeks while people in this in this community was basically where they're trying to figure out well what's open, what's closed, like who's you know. Right. We didn't really stick to the mandates. We just felt like I, I told my staff, and I know my staff struggled too for a little while because, of course, they had fears. And um, I told them, you know, we're here to serve our community. We're here to serve, you know, our team first with jobs, like to make monies, right? Uh, and to, you know, to to live and serve our community. We're not here to force so-and-so to do this or so, or make someone feel foolish. Like we've never done that. Like those are part of our core values. Like we've never, you know, been out to offend people or go one way or another, like we're out to serve. Right. So, uh, my team was on board. Thank God for them. And they're an amazing group of people. And, um, we grew the first month, we grew 15%, uh, then 20, 30, and essentially, this past October, we doubled what we did last year's October. Wow. So 2009 October, we literally did twice the amount of, of gross
0: sales um, from 2018. Yeah. And I you know, I think the, the thing I want to drive home is the, the, the Lord is true, obviously, when he commands us and challenges us. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things are added unto you. Yeah. So it's amazing when people in the marketplace, first of all, kingdomize their business, recognize Jesus as Lord of the business. And I love what you said. You know, when when, when you're not the CEO, you don't go in there all stressed out having a, How am I going to figure the, the problems out and solve all yeah. the problems? You go to the Lord and you say, Lord, you know, this business belongs to you. Yeah. Uh, Lord, we need <clears> this. And you pray about things and you obey the Lord. You hear his voice. You obey the Lord. So you guys obey the Lord. You were a tremendous blessing to us your tremendous blessing to, nice to our us, people. Yeah. That's the way it works, isn't yeah. it? But That's then also, it think of I think of the people that uh, uh, are being impacted in the nations of the world uh, because of the generosity of your heart and helping make all that happen, and then our people. We do what we do best. We buy and we eat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We eat for the glory of God. Man, I love you guys, man. Yeah. You, every, you guys are really, every
1: Sunday, man, you you're, you were
0: patient with us when we were slow, and, and I, I just love this
1: community, man. It's been great.
0: So it's good. So anyway, I, I, I love that. But let's connect the final dot here in the time that we have left. Yeah. I want to see how we're doing there on time. But in the time that we have left, there's some really exciting stuff that's come out of these discussions. Part of it's your journey. Part of it's you guys getting together with some other businessmen yeah. on, on Wednesday mornings here just for fellowship, really, and yeah. to talk and share your struggles. Um, uh, but talk about what we're looking at launching here yeah. at Living Stones uh, this coming new year.
1: Yeah, so we are kind of uh, getting together and we're um, going to be launching a ministry for both um Again entrepreneurs or uh, employees, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense marketplace people. Uh, we're calling it market share. Um, we're taking back you know the market share that belongs to our Lord. Um, we're um, going to be taking some pretty straightforward principles on how to not just transform your business um, and turn it into a kingdom building establishment, but also how to prime yourself as leaders yeah. to even receive what God has in store for you. You know, um, and we're gonna be shooting for a monthly session at first. Uh, we're gonna have some guest speakers, um, you know, and then we're we're prepping to hit up Texas in April. Uh, with everyone willing
0: to come and, and just and just fellowship with our brothers out there and keep them at work. For yeah, for conferences out yeah. there. So so this is exciting. If you can put this on your calendar, we'll be giving you the dates here uh, forthcoming. But basically, a once a month. Gathering on a Saturday morning where there's going to be some impartation, some teaching, some instruction, small group discussion, great fellowship, heart-to-heart sharing, um, but really fleshing out... Uh, what it means to make Jesus Lord of the marketplace. Yeah. So that ministry is market share. Again, this, the goal is to increase our share of market influence and also to use the market as a place to share the gospel Absolutely. Uh, and to live out the gospel. And so uh, we're really, really excited about this. And you know, I've shared this uh, from the pulpit at Living Stones uh, that as we move forward in these uncertain times, I really want our church to be a place where our business leaders and community leaders can find some cover, that yeah. the, the pulpit is supportive, that if, if governments are trying to shut you down or ruin your yeah. livelihood, of course that's not their intended purpose, but that's often what happens as a casualty. Of sometimes well-meaning officials with bad government policy, uh, that the church should be a voice for you because um, you obviously have the right to run your business, to run it for yeah. the glory of God, to to serve the community, to make an income, to provide for your family. These are all unalienable rights uh, that have been many times trampled during this uh, pandemic response. And so we just want to be a place, again, that communicates the truth about that, that helps you to stand up and to resist, if necessary, as we move forward, uh, and that we begin to recover what it means to do business for the glory of God. So, yeah. I don't know if you have a final parting word sure. to those. You know, there's a lot of people like you that are out there really working hard. Maybe they're having, you know, and I want you to pray for us at the end Absolutely. too. There's people that are um, uh, have had significant uh, uh, hits to their business. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we believe Jesus is the ultimate turnaround yeah. uh, expert on those things as well. But, but what would you want to say to people like yourself? Yeah, that- I mean, the first thing I'd want to I'd want to say is uh, I'd want to ask you, you know, is
1: is Jesus King of all of the arenas of your life? Like. In you know, Joshua, he talks about, you know, he was. I love it. He was almost sarcastic and he was just like, you know, do you want to serve the guys from the Euphrates, the, the god of the Amorites? <laughs> like, you know, whatever choose, you do, choose, you know, choose, choose, but just so you know my household we we will serve the lord yeah. right and yeah. so that's not just in your marriages and your like it's it's in all aspects like god like jesus is waiting to be invited into not just your heart like save me but everything right and he won't he won't act until you act right and so I, I just wanna remind people, you know, you you can't have five arenas of your life where it's an absolute disaster and then work go to work and say, All right, Jesus, what what blessings do you have for me today? It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. He wants the full spectrum, he wants blessing here, 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 and he wants to connect them all. That's good. Right? And I think one thing that really helped me as an entrepreneur and as an employee is you know, you have to envision the Lord as your provider a thousand percent. I am no longer the final say at the baglers i am no longer my employees never worried about their paycheck because they knew that i signed the check to make sure that they got paid but what about hotel and chelsea there was nobody above me right now there is now there is someone that signs my paychecks right yes. and i literally in my mind i think to myself i know i'm going to make what i need to make for my family because god loves me and he is going to sign my paycheck so i just encourage you you know these hits these things like God may be squeezing you. Our Father may be doing something to you, and he's just He's literally just asking you to open the door and say, you know, I want you to be my boss, and I want you to be my king in all arenas.
0: Mm-hmm. So, That's good. Yeah. Well, hey, on this Thanksgiving, we want to obviously pause here at the end of this podcast and give thanks to the Lord. We're grateful for you. Uh, if you're a business uh, or marketplace person, you may be your own, your own business, or you just simply are a great employee out in the marketplace, uh, we uh, want to definitely connect with you, whether you're at Living Stones or maybe at another church in the region or maybe you're watching somewhere you know, from another state. Um, we would love to connect with you. And one way to do that is we love feedback from this podcast. Please interact on Facebook or you can contact us through the church or whatever the situation is. But uh, more information forthcoming on Market Share. It's going to be really exciting. I mean, yeah. I just can't wait to see the fruit of that. Um, but here on this Thanksgiving day, I'm going to ask O-Tom just to pray a blessing, uh, especially on all of you that are working so hard to provide for your Absolutely. family. And just asking God's blessing on us as we as we wind down uh, 2020 and as we, as we move forward with great anticipation uh, that the goodness of God is going to be there for us today, tomorrow, and, uh, and into the new year as God yeah. provides. So let's go ahead and pray together.
1: Wonderful and kind Father, we come before you, Lord. We come... Uh, On our knees, Lord, into your throne room, Father, we know that your heart's desire is to provide for us, God. But, God, sometimes we just find ourselves uh, always asking, uh, bless this, Lord, and give me this, Father. And in reality, Lord, all we need is your presence, Father. We desire to see your face, Lord. And with these two things, God, we know that the rain will come. We know that the provision will come, God. But, Father, as we look at the week ahead of us, Lord, if it's a Monday morning, Lord, and we just think, man, I've got this to do and that to do, and i got to you know, follow these mandates and these rules, and there's anxiety and tension, Lord, and fear, Father, I just ask that you rid us of all this fear. Yeah. I ask that you just banish the spirit of, of fear, of anxiety, of, of depression, of um, just all, everything that's going on, God. I just ask that you be king, Lord. You are king, and this is your kingdom, God. And we're so sorry for when, the times that we forget that this is your kingdom. That everything belongs to you, Lord. Our our wives, our children, our businesses, our jobs, God, our our government. Everything belongs to you, Father. You are king. And we just declare that over our Living Stones community, God. We just declare that over everyone who's here listening to this podcast, Father. May they be encouraged, Lord. And may they just be reminded, Father, that it is your desire to provide for us, God. You want us to be stable. You want us to have the capacity to bless others, Lord. That is your heart's desire, Father. And we just pray that that may be the case. And we're so grateful for you, Lord. We're so grateful for this nation where we can gather and and we can do as we please, Lord. and, and, And we can... Pursue passions. We pursue careers. Pursue family, God. Whatever we want to do, we can do that here, Lord. And so, God, we just ask that you bless our nation. That you remind us of who's in charge, God. That you remind us that we are your children. And we just thank you, God, for the leaders in our lives, the spiritual leaders that have gone forth ahead of us, Father, and you have gone ahead of them, Lord. And they and we've been under their cover, Lord. We're just so grateful for them, Lord. Bless our church. Bless our community. Bless the entrepreneurs in this community, Father. May they just remember God, that they don't need to worry about their paychecks. Lord. You sign those off. You sign off on those. And you you desire for us to be uh, stable, God. We just thank you, Lord. In your sins, name we
0: pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, from Hotama and I, happy Thanksgiving. May your celebration today be rich and full. And we look forward to catching up with you later in the week. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Love you guys.